2: Thank you very much, Sean. Sean's in a good mood today. That's what I love about Sean, George. He's always, uh, you know, when I'm beat down or, you know, if you're a little bit surly, you know, dealing with something, you know, the Islander loss, my Leaf loss. Uh, Got to love the Prince. He's always uh, in a good frame of mind. Very positive person.
1: Yeah, he knows how I didn't tell about what the Islander lost in the last uh, <laughs> you know, sorry, I left that out there. I'm actually uh, concerned was, about your team,
2: buddy. I'm, uh, I'm concerned. I'm very, like, the, the problem is most of the you, year. I know you have, and you you saw it like a smoke and mirrors routine there. Like they're good, and the thing is, I think Barry Trotz did a great job defensively. Like they've really tightened up. They went from probably the worst defensive team in the league to being one of the best. But there's no goal scoring. Like who do you count on when you need something big? Like you look at other teams, it's like you know what? I believe that uh, you know Kane's going to get me that goal, or you know McDavid's going to get me that goal. Even on you know, bad teams, these guys always deliver. The Islanders, I don't know who's going to do it, but like they're they're good. They're a good solid team. Finally, but in when New it comes York to goal Jets, scoring against uh, the Bills, Marty. Lions give it to Jim Kelly after the incomplete pass. A fight breaks out, and after everything (laughs) clears, the referee gives the official call. And, folks, it was the ruling of the day. I'll a personal foul
1: on number 99 of the defense. After he tackled the quarterback, he's giving them business down there. (laughs) That's a 15-yard penalty.
2: That's great. How about that? Giving them the business. (laughs) Good uh, stuff, Brits. Giving it to them. The Jets won this football game. (laughs) Yeah, we I that, tell that, you about, that is awesome. Uh, giving them the business. Yeah, we used to have Bill Romanowski on our show. Hey, hey guys. Hey, I can me and Gabe you used to have him on our show and he'd go, Hey guys, you wouldn't believe what's happening at the bottom of the piles. Guys are grabbing each other's nuts. We're raking eyes. It's crazy down there. Like you're poking eyeballs. Like Bill Romanowski, he was like he, I'm like, <laughs> we're sitting there going, What the hell is this guy talking about? Oh, he's crazy. He talks like that too. He goes, Oh, you wouldn't believe what happens at the bottom of the pile. Guys, guys I'm grabbing my nuts. Guys raking my eyes. People are killed for that ball like i'm like yeah they will bill like you know what i mean like that's the thing we see in these scrums like the thing that's that happened at the bottom of a pile and i've always worried like about like i know you have a, a cage or whatever but you'd almost um, like almost have a panic attack when you're down for a long time like suffocation right a lot of people can get on you that's it's dangerous stuff there's a lot, <laughs> like a lot of, given, whole whole lot of weight the business. getting on you head man yeah, exactly there's that's a lot of weight whole-
1: getting on you there. i'm not yeah i'm not grabbing anybody's jewels Okay, no, that's not happening
2: either. No, people do it,
1: though. Yeah. I'm players. Not... Like in rugby. They oh, yeah. Absolutely, the guy's nuts. Nuts. they do it. Yeah,
2: it's, a, it's a dirty trick. I'm not. It's no. a dirty trick. But I'm Bill no, Romanowski? No, no let's I'm just say not he, not he wasn't that. the cleanest guy, George. <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> like, he was proud. Oh, oh, we're no, he was balls. not. We're, we're grabbing balls. We're breaking fingers. Raking eyes. It's like a WWE fight there with uh, with Romo. Yeah. we should get him back on the on, on the show. I know he's pimping some uh, some kind of like uh, omega three oil type of stuff. Yeah, I used to do like oh, you wouldn't believe all the all the headshots I took in my life. Now 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 my brain's okay. Like you know, I think it's one of those like fish oil things that uh, what's Frank Thomas? I know he's got the uh, the stuff on the network, something like that. But it's Bill uh, Romanowski. Bill Romanowski's the the, the omega three oils. Uh, they're big into fish oils. These guys have had a lot of concussions and hard, hardcore players.
1: Hey, God bless. Good luck. I Maybe mean, it works. Uh, your brain's certainly not okay there, though. Uh. No, no, his brain's definitely off.
2: <laughs> like you want to talk about a guy like? Yeah, no, he's awesome. Though we should we should try to get him on the show. Like you know, you'll piss yourself. He's got a crazy voice too. Like I've never I never realized all the time. Hey, hi, George. How you doing? Like it's just like he's just got like this. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just insane. But that guy's intense. Like he he'd be a good interview for sure. One of the dirtiest players in the league, but a great guy to talk
1: to. <laughs> well, dirty guys generally are, right? You know, yeah, exactly. Essentially, they'll open up about it if they're honest about it. That's where it gets more fun here. Well, uh, like I said I, I just can't see myself. I'm not grabbing anybody's nuts. I don't want the ball no. that much. Nope, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst you've ever no. done, George? You've ever done anything like uh, in the heat of the moment, uh, like uh, where you snapped? Oh, I've uh, in hockey. I've broken my stick over someone's legs. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, the stick was already cracked, so I was going to get rid of it anyway. And I wanted to die hero, so I brought dirty player's legs. He was it was annoying me. It's like yeah. we were, it was at the end of a game. We were losing five two. I knew I would take a major penalty for it, but I wouldn't get suspended. Just not for over his legs. And I took it, broke it over his legs. You know, put him down. And it's like he's being being a jerk. We were losing five two with two minutes left. What did I care about the penalty? We weren't going to win the game, so I broke a stick over his legs. Yeah, I, I've gotten into scraps. Uh, you know, some some smarter than others. You know, uh, listen, I, I ended up in the hospital once. Took uh, twelve stitches in my chin because uh, I was uh, discussing life with one player, and then uh, one of his teammates came from behind me and ripped my mask off. Yeah, and that mask ended up slicing my chin. Up. I did get hit, but it sliced my chin open here. And blood uh, bath. That's <laughs> why. So I, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know it's a slice. So you don't even know you cut. You know, yeah. you generally don't know what the slice uh, Someone had to tell me that half my chin's hanging off. The funny <laughs> thing was about it, I had to go to work. Then This is like a midnight game. You, know, you remember those days, I like you played late. You always played late. So uh, I didn't That's get home until like three, four in the morning. I, I was a bank manager. I still had to go uh, open the bank up. You know, I got stitches in my chin. I'm oozing everything out. You know, I couldn't look pretty at all, but I, there's nobody I could call to cover me at that point. And the even funnier part is, uh, I was going on my first date with my wife. The day after the sunday and i tried my hardest to cancel that date because who wants to go on a first date when literally <laughs> yeah. you got 12 stitches in your chin it's hanging off you got you know it's blood ooze and everything else it's just gross but she's like no nah, no nah, i'm gonna be a nurse it's okay and to her credit didn't bother her bothered she thinks me she's uh, dating a goon her. yeah she's <laughs> dating a goon
2: right yeah i don't <laughs> he, think he, she he was, sees <laughs> she's like look at this guy he gets in bar fights manages to bank my ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. That was wild. That was, That was. said, hockey stu- i stupid. Oh, my teeth are all my own, oh, No, that I can promise you. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> do. me too. Me too. No, I have
2: no fake teeth. I, I know a lot of guys I played with that got, like, big holes in their teeth and stuff like that. Stuff. You don't know want to be, like, 18-year-old guy uh, with dentures? Like, poly grips for seniors, isn't it? Like, I'm very lucky that way. Like, I've been, uh, I told you, that goalie almost, like, ended my life, but he didn't knock out any of my teeth. Like, I was bleeding all over the place, but thank God I got my teeth. Got enough problems, George, getting uh, uh, I'll, insurance for my sleep machine
1: yeah. is hard enough. I don't want to go buy new teeth. Doesn't sound like fun. No, I wore a cage. Always wore a cage. You know, it didn't bother me with a cage. I was, uh, I don't mind. I was a good block shot blocker, but I, uh, I didn't want to get hit in the face. <laughs> that hurts. You know, I'll take the shots in the uh, the quads and the upper body, no problem. Uh, that's just bruises. But uh, I was not. Not going to take one on the, uh, the, you know, on the face, eyes. I was more worried about eyes and anything else. You didn't want to lose your vision. You know, that yeah. happened a couple of times. Rich Pelon in the NHL that happened too. Several other players. Brian Burrard almost had his career ended. If oh yeah, it, you know, that, that
2: was that's horrible. that was horrible.
1: Right, that's It's bad, of luck, scariest stuff. More than anything else. But uh, I played defense mainly, so I, I wore a cage and I had no problem doing it. Didn't care. It didn't bother me in the least
2: yeah we're caged the whole whole career until like rec league rec league you could wear just like helmet like we you could either do visor or do nothing right so yeah when we played though like at a high level they made you wear a cage like NCAA style you had to you you had to have you couldn't you can be rolling out there whatever like too much stick work and stuff like that you you got to protect the kids like we're even even when we're 18 nineteen you can't be walking like there's a lot of psychopaths in this league too right there'd be there'd be a
1: lot of problems if you didn't have a cage that's just bad luck, too. I mean, listen, the puck gets deflected yeah. all the time. As yeah, a defenseman, sometimes you're, if, if you're, you're sticking your stick out the puck and right up your stick, and guess where that's going to? It's going right to the face. So it, yeah. it just wasn't worth it to me. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't remember getting hit in the cage too many times where it actually saved yeah. me, but uh, it still I felt better doing it. So uh, better safe than sorry. Took, uh, took quite a, sh- a few shots in the nuts. You know that's uh, me too. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like that. Yeah, that's that's uh, what
2: defensemen used to hard. do to me. The old the old hanging out in front of the net. Use your stick, stick, stick. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Back, back, back. back. You know what I mean? It says back. So it was, it was like a routine. He go he go for my nuts. You know what another dirty play is? Like I used to do when you had skates back in the old days when there were uh, the hole in the side. They used to stick their blades in my skates. You know what I mean? And then sometimes it stuck <laughs> in there. You got a penalty, you get a penalty for it. But sometimes the ref like you know what I mean like real sly like and then I'd move and then like boom. I'd like fall down and then he'd like, sl- yeah, he'd, like, some defensemen are really good at that. That's a dirty play. You put the blade of the
1: stick in the guy's skate blade. Oh, that's, that's real sharp. I used to hate guys that did that. They're like, you prick. There was a <laughs> game the other day, NHL game. I forget which, um, same thing. I forget which goaltender. No, it's uh, worse. was it was what I would consider worse. Uh, yeah. Mitch Warner was the player who got it. I forget who the goalie was. <gasps> it was about a week ago. And he gave him the old, uh, you know, how you doing? Right up the right up yeah. the legs there. And I couldn't, I, oh, I haven't yeah. seen that in an NHL game forever. He actually did it. I he didn't get cold on it either. And like, was like, he speaking of soprano now. He's <laughs> like, what the hell happened here? But I, I haven't seen that came in an NHL game. Probably since the '80s. You know, I go- was shocked to see it. Oh, yeah, Bill, it was just stick. break a stick over your head. He didn't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: That's good. Yeah, but to see that in that
1: today's game is- was a, a surprise. Yeah, that's why they
2: don't call it. Ref doesn't see it
1: at any time.
2: Hey, George, I know where. Uh, with, with the baseball, I want to go over like next week program. I think we should probably go over like all the totals, all like all the tote board, like ALMVP, MVP, But I want to get to some early stuff. I, I'm just looking on a couple of my sites with uh, on, on uh, here, and I'm seeing um regular season total saves and it's uh is there i'm gonna mention some guys you tell me you see any like locks there or unders or whatever because we know about closers right closers a lot of the time they change but these are guys that are basically almost like locked in and i just want to get your opinion on a couple so what do you think about uh we'll start things off with the bottom of the barrel then we'll go up with yates kirby yates how many uh saves would you think is over under would be
1: Kirby 8, San Diego, uh, up-and-coming team, but they're not there yet. Give me 28. Great call. T th- th- Ladies and gentlemen,
2: that's why he's Colonel Kurtz. Like you you get an award for that. You're like literally the total over under is twenty seven and a half. So Vegas, that's a like you hit it. You're either gonna go one game. Wow, great pick, George. It's twenty seven and a half for Yates. Uh that's to, so you think it's probably gonna be like right on that number a little bit better. But uh, yeah, San Diego's gonna win some games this year. And that, that's another thing about that division. The Dodgers are good, but you know what I mean? other teams, San Francisco's pretty bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe he
1: hits that total, but not enough for you to take it. My problem with Yates is this. Uh, San Diego, like I said, they're they're a year or two away. They have an outstanding farm system. They're, they're gonna be a good team. It won't be this year. My problem with Yates is this. He could be traded by the deadline. And if he's traded, yeah. he's not gonna be a closer on a new team. Closer, a setup guy. Yeah, he'll be a closer better, yeah. probably a setup guy. I mean he could go to Boston. Lord knows they need a closer. But, but uh, that that'd be my worry with Yates. I think if he stays San Diego, he'll take the over. But I uh, have serious doubts that he'll stay. He's their closer, he's not. Yeah, he's not, uh, you know, Chapman or Jansen, uh, the long-term closer. He's just a good, very good reliever. He can be moved. What about our boy, uh,
2: Mister Giles in there? Ken Giles, uh, gas can, gas can alert. What do you think about that one, George? Give me, uh, see if we can play this game again, George. Inside uh, one, this will be good.
1: If you get this, I'll be very impressed, George. Well, you think he uh, he's unlikely to be traded, but bad team, not going to win a ton of games, yep. somewhere around 70 games. How many of those can he possibly save? I think he's in the 20s as well. I'll go 27. 29 and a half. So that one, a le-
2: little lean to the under then with that one. We'll keep an eye. It's, it's, that that seems high for him to get 30 to win. You need 30 to win that one. He's, he's, only, he's almost going to save half their wins. Yeah, of seems like the- a little high. It does seem high. So Ken Giles is going to be on my radar for under. Cody Allen, what do you think about Cody Allen? Give me, a, uh, you'll you'll be close on this one
1: too. Uh, I don't think I will because I think he get. I don't think he makes it the season. I would be shocked if he's the closer for the Angels. He was bad last season. He was really bad. I mean, really bad. Dude, then we
2: see George. This is what we're talking about. This is where you find advantage. They got thirty and a half here. So if you don't think he's going to be the closer, you smash that. He, he might not, That that's amazing. Like, I got. I got Oddsar. to look into this
1: stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, I write the closer report for roto I have for about a decade. And nice. I say it. My, my opening column every year says the same thing every year. Of the 30 current closers right now, half won't have the job by July 1st. That's true. That's true. So you, if you automatically bet the under on everybody, you, as soon as you get some good uh, juice, you're going to be okay. Because you're probably going to be right. They're going to lose jobs because of poor performance, because of injury, because the manager just – it's the easiest play. If you, if you blow two saves in a row – the media wants you're your done. head. The fans want your head. The owner wants your head. Even if it's not even your fault. But when you blow those games in the ninth inning, I mean, it's the easiest way to lose your job. We have no patience for it. None. Unless you're an ace. You know, if you're Chapman, you'll, yeah, you'll have some low leeway there. Jansen, some leeway. Yeah, Edwin Diaz with the Mets, some leeway. But everyone else, uh, you know, Cody Allen, they're going for your head. So that's why I don't think he'll make it. They have other, not great options, but options there. I would take the under on uh, Cody, uh, Cody, Cody Allen, no matter what it is. I don't think he's going to be there all season.
2: See that's this is what we talk about though, George. That's a significant gambling edge. If you're if these guys are posting a number at 30 and a half and like and he's not even not even the closer. This is brilliant. That's that's like you know what I mean. Like that's you could do. This is a great way to gamble then. If you're if you're writing a closer report and you're thinking hell, half of these guys are going to lose their jobs. That's a great point by you. Like just take the under on most of these guys. Stay away from like the big name guys, but go into the scrubs and go. You know what? half of you're you not even going to be here when it's all said and done. Under, 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 win, win, win. I love that angle. I'm gonna well, you could it.
1: just do that. You think about it. Because you said the other important thing there. If you think 30 closes, if you stay away from the, from the six to eight that are locks that we know they're going to have the job, yeah. stay away from Chapman, Jansen, uh, Training, Edwin Diaz, you know, uh, guys like that, that makes it down to 24, 22 closers now, and now it's two-thirds they're going to lose their job. You know, so once again, yeah. you're in good. You're in good shape here. Like I said, you you could literally just blind bet the unders, except for the uh, the locks, the guys who are going to have the job, and you're going to win money. What about Iglesias? Now he's a lock. He's not going to lose his job. No, uh, Cincinnati Reds are a better team this year. Better team. A uh, little surprised they haven't traded Iglesias because, once again, I don't think they're a better team. They're not a good team. And I don't think a good team needs a, a good closer here. But he is a good closer. I mean, a team like the Red Sox would love to get him. But he's not going anywhere. He'll save in the 30s. I thought The division's tough, man. Brewers, Cubs, Cardinals, those teams are yep. no joke. Uh, I'll give him 30, 33 and a half. Yeah, he's thirty-one and a half. Good, very good guess. Very good
2: guess, George. You're very good at this game. I think uh, you found something. You got to find a book with this, uh, with these closer props on it, because I think you can uh, make I some dough. I haven't seen this Believe- by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll send. I'll send it to you if you want. Yeah, that's why I shop around. Like a lot of this. Remember baseball right now. These a lot of these sports books just have like the big things, but some are like as we progress and the season gets closer, you'll see more like. ERA leader, runs leader, stolen base, all that stuff. Like you can bet like almost any any type of thing and you you know your baseball. You could you could find some edges, George. When you that's the thing about props. You don't just necessarily have to take the game. Like before the season, I I, I love where you're going with this angle. You take guys there some of these guys might not even they might have like four saves. You say if they lose their job, bye-bye. I win automatically. It's it's a license to print money if you you know what I mean? If you, if you really believe somebody's gonna lose their
1: gig. You know me, I love props. I think props are yeah. fun. I enjoy them. And I never even thought about save props. I've never seen it anywhere. So I didn't even cross my mind. That's why we here, George. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is something I think it would be... It's much easier than betting games. I'll tell you that. We'll go through the rest of the board and ask a couple
2: more uh, opinions of George and some closers, uh, some locks, some non-so locks. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Colonel George Kurtz. We're going to break down the gambling boards, talk a little baseball, football, and everything. Betting and DFS. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update.
0: Much oh
1: God, again.
2: He scores the population of Pommonville 2 nothing Sabre Super. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm the Ranger Redhead Cam Stewart along with Colonel Kurtz and Colonel Kurtz, uh, he's giving me some good information here. We're going through some baseball totals, and uh, that's the thing, guys. Shop around here. Baseball right around the corner. I think next week's show, we'll go through everything. Like, shop around. I said shop around. We'll go through the AL pennant, NL pennant divisions, uh, regular season win totals again, regular season awards, home runs, all sorts of stuff. This is a beautiful time of the year, and uh, baseball right around the corner. So next weekend on the show, uh, George, before we get real, real close, we can uh, smash all all of these things. And uh, we found some interesting props in the closing role, probably one of the best angles to bet, because some of these guys won't be closers, but they've posted numbers as
1: they're having jobs for the full season. That's not necessarily the case. That's good news for us. Absolutely. I said most of these closers are not gonna have the job by July first. Uh, I guess they get re- they get replaced for anything they can any reason they can find. Uh poor performance. Uh, they get hurt. Closers get hurt like any or, other. Position or you know here.
2: team gets close, they get a get better better guy. He becomes a exactly. closer, they yes, become a the setup yes. man, You
1: know? Yeah, you think the, you think the Red Sox, anyone really think that Ryan Brazier or Matt Barnes, no. whichever one you think is going to start the season as the closer, is going to finish the season as the closer? Anyone at all? I mean, of course not. And we know, where's K- Craig Kimball, grow? Wherever he goes, he's screwing over somebody. That's what we're all worried about in fantasy leagues, by the way. If you're a Sean Doolittle yeah. owner, if you're a Rodas owner, you know Kimball's going somewhere. And yes, he prob- he probably's not going to close right away because if he signs today, it'll take him some time to, you know, to work up that pitching arm. But eventually, he's your closer, and that closer's going bye-bye.
2: Yeah, exactly. These guys are a little more, the next guys on the list are a little bit more like sure fire, but want to take a look at the totals here too for uh, Blake training What do you think there, George? Uh, his number will be, he's he's pretty solid. He's a guy that, uh, he, he's, lo- he's, not, uh, he's 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 not locked out. He's
1: not the best closer in the business, but hell, one of them. He is. Uh, he, he's, he is a lock. You don't have to worry about him. In some fantasy leagues, he's the number one closer. I've seen on uh, some people's huh. cheat sheets. Yeah. the there's no one else there. They're a d. De- I don't think they're a great team. I don't. You, once again, you look at that pitching staff. They're they're asking a lot of Jesus Lozardo to be really come out and come in and be an ace right away. Uh, Mike Fears is technically their ace there. You got Brett Anderson in the rotation there. Some other a lot of junk. There's a lot of junk there, and uh, they're they're gonna rely on their offense to win games here. Listen, I like Blake training. but he's not gonna get 40 44 saves. He's not. I would pencil him in for somewhere around 34. 34, and uh, I'm not worried about him being traded. I think he will be the full-time guy there. So 34 is about where I'm at with potential to get over, but I don't see him getting – like I said, I don't see him setting records here, which some people think he's going to do, get 44, 45. I get out of 34
2: another good guess, George he's uh, yeah and, and basically on the book they went a little bit lower too they're feeling uh, they're reading your your mail 32 and a half I thought he would be about 34 and a half 35 but 32 and a half for uh, Blake Tra uh, next we got uh, Felipe Vasquez uh, what do you think about uh, this number here it's a pretty pretty big number.
1: Another guy who's a little underrated because we're all assumed that the Pirates are going to be a bad team. Yes, they play in a rough division, and they're not with the team they used to be here. And they uh, it really depends on what Chris Archer can do. Can he go in and be an, uh, an ace pitcher? And I don't think he can. Uh, but I like Felipe Vasquez. Changed his name. I forget what his name used to be. But he actually changed his name last year, which screwed me up for a while. Uh, I think he's also very similar to training here. I'd probably go... I said 34 for training. I'd probably go 32, 32 and a half for Vasquez, but it's a number, I'll be honest, I wouldn't touch. I don't feel great about it either way. He is a lock, however. He's not going to be replaced, so he's not a guy I'm not going to take on anyway.
2: You're all over it, George. Thirty-three and a half, man. Like you're you're hitting. Like you, that's the thing. You should, with your knowledge, you should be. Uh, you could be the advisor to the book. That'd be cool. because like, you do. That's probably what they do. Like I wonder. That's what they do for guys like you know who bet football and stuff like that. They talk to guys who used to be in the business, you know, whatever. Like you you get computer information with statistics. You also have the human element. That's how they come up with these with these numbers, right? So no, you know what you're doing. Like you're all over the closer, uh, over under win totals. Wade Davis. Uh, Okay, I'll ask you Wade Davis, uh, see if you're in the ballpark
1: here. What do you think for Wade Davis? Well, you can see what these bookies are doing. With all the lock closers, they're all giving the same, about between 32 and 34 saves. And my guess is Wade Davis is going to be right back in here because he's another lock guy, not going to be replaced. Uh, I know people are going to freak out about him because he's in Colorado. When it comes to relief pitches in fantasy leagues, I'm not worried about whips in the ERAs. All right, They don't really pitch enough innings to really destroy those fields. So don't, don't freak out about that. Wade Davis is a good Tier 2 closer. He, like I said, I, I, you can see the pattern going on here. With all the locks, they're going between 32 and 34 yep. saves. So I'll give uh, Wade Davis probably right in the middle. I'll give him 33.
2: Yep, 33 and a half. You said it. Next one too, Chapman. I think this is a little bit low though. What about Chapman at uh, 33 and a half? The same thing, George. Exactly the same in the ballpark. So Vasquez uh 33 and a half Wade Davis 33 and a half Chapman 33 and a half all at the number you said excellent uh the excellent, only way uh, Chapman doesn't go over that by the way is if he gets hurt Oh, that, that's he's get 40 yeah he's, he's going to get man. 40 I mean. I'm sorry I'm over I'm over 33 and a half with Chapman I think he can get Same like 40 here. 41 42 is that I'd not
1: say, unreasonable? He would have to get hurt. I mean, what do they assume? The Yankees are going to blow everybody out? They're going to win a lot of 10-1 games so yeah. there's no save opportunity? I get that. That will happen a decent amount here. But with that pitching staff, they don't have a dominating staff. There's going to be a lot of six-five, six-four Yes, I agree. So I, agree. Uh, I would go over there. I'm not, I'm not surprised here. This is what I would have been wrong about, by the way, because I would have bet probably 36-37. I would have thought it would have been higher here. What did you say it was, 33? 33-and-a-half. Yeah, I, I would have yeah, I I had him higher. But then again, I, I'm... Uh, and Chapman in Fantasy Leagues, I keep drafting him probably a little earlier than other closers could keep going. Uh, also, I keep drafting him it's pretty much my fourth closer off the board. And on some cheat sheets, he's around 8, 9, 10. So uh, you and I may be a little higher on Chapman than most other people.
2: What about Mr. Hand? Brad Hand. <laughs> this one's uh, kind of interesting. I hey, love, Brad Hand. think
1: love Brad Hand this year. Mainly because the division's terrible. Right, White Sox bad team. They're still a year or two away. Royals bad team. Uh, Tigers are really bad team. Minnesota, they're a good offense. I think their offense is interesting. Their pitching staff is blah. Other than Barrios, it, it's bad. You look at the uh, Indians pitching staff. I mean, Carrasco, Bauer, Kluber, Bieber, Clevenger. Yep. They're going to be in every game they play. I think Hand saves a ton. That's not a good offense. A good enough offense to blow teams out. This is another guy. I would think he'd be around the Chapman uh, range, 36, 37. But he's also in that lock range. I went to Vegas made him to uh, put him in that 32 to 34. I like him a lot. He's my number one closer off the board, actually, in fantasy leagues. Uh, I'll give it 36 and a half. Interesting.
2: Yeah. No, again, George, like you're, just, you're knocking it out of the park here. This one's different. So... With the, with the totals of, a, of a Vasquez at 33 and a half, Wade Davis at 33 and a half, and Chapman at 33 and a half, we talked about the injury factor, and then a, Brad Hand, they gave 35 and a half, so there's something, they're thinking Cleveland, the same thing, they're going, okay, well, we, we have faith in this guy, like, he's higher, he's higher than the other guys, because they think Hand, Hand will probably maybe get, like, that's, he's one of the highest guys
1: on the board at 35 and a half see I'm surprised I'm, I'm just uh, even though I think so I would have thought he, they would have had him in that 32 to 34 range I wonder why the division, I, I guess it's the division has to be the division that they know they're going to win uh, yeah. like, like close games here that they're going to run they should win that division fairly easily especially in the second half of the season here I think that's when Cleveland really pulls away from Minnesota.
2: A few more to go there, George. This is cool though. I'm I'm really glad they put out because you're right. I, a long time ago, I don't remember. Like I know, obviously, AL NL uh, MVP, Rookie of the Year, and stuff. But we haven't had closer props before. This Makes the things a lot of fun. Roberto Osuna, interestingly enough, uh, interest. What do you think about Roberto Osuna? Very very good team, uh, young guy, better situation than Toronto and Houston. This guy could uh, light up. Uh, he could light it up this year.
1: I you know it wouldn't shock me if he ends up leading the league in saves. Because I think I think Houston they won 103 games last year. Uh, anybody shocked that they won 103 this year? Once again, bad division. I I always bring up division because you play most games in your division. You know, of a Oakland is an okay team. They're okay. Seattle's bad. Texas is bad. Uh, the Angels are bad. And there's no pitching staff in these teams. There's just no pitching staff in any of these teams. I think Houston runs away with this. O'suna, you can think whatever you want about him what he did in the uh, you know, with the domestic violence problem. You know, I have no problem Uh-oh. with that. But if you if you're betting, if you're betting money, we're looking to win money. I'm not here I'm not the moral police here. I want to win cash. Yeah. Uh I'd be surprised if he doesn't say once again it's another guy 38, 39, 40 doesn't shock me as far as overall, overall saves. I believe Vegas isn't going to go quite that high with him. Uh, what, what did Brad Hand have again? 35 and be, a half. He's going to be close to Brad Hand. Uh, but I would I, give him, if Brad Hand had 35 and a half, I'd go 36 and a half.
2: Ding, 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 ding. He, exactly. You hit that one right on the head. He's 36 and a half. Good call, George. You're good at this game. Wish we were playing it for, like, real prizes or trips or something like that. There's it's a reason amazing. I write the closer report. Yeah, you damn right there is. Can uh, we got that? Uh, Canley Ken, Jansen, this is another guy. Locks, total saves. Like this is You, you, you put this one in, it's kind of like, unless an injury is there, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a hell of a lot of saves. What do you think about Jansen uh, and his number there, George? Any guesses?
1: I think it's, it's probably... It should be lower, I would think, because he, I, I, worry about him. He's had a couple of heart procedures now. That scares me a little bit. I want the Dodgers back off a little bit. I don't think the Dodgers are all this great a team. A little bit, I don't either. Very good. I, I think either. he'll be. Uh, I'll go thirty. It's going to say thirty-five. I'll go thirty-six. Although, but I, I, he's not a guy I would touch here because I do worry about the heart procedure here. What if they back off a little bit? What if he suffers from the uh, what the regular heartbeat again, even though I guess he shouldn't. He's had two procedures for crying out loud. But that scares me a little bit. So uh, I'll go 36, but uh, this is not one where I'd automatically go over if I was betting. I, I just wouldn't touch this.
2: Yeah, and uh, probably lean to the under at thirty seven and a half. and right in the ballpark Ooh. there. So that's a very I'd high total up. for Jansen. I think I'd lean under there.
1: I would that's lean high. under as well.
2: I don't like that one. And finally, we have Edwin Diaz there, George. Edwin Diaz. Oh, these might change, too, by game time and stuff as teams try to figure this. Not not, not the studs, but the guys at the bottom. So I'm going to have to put some, uh, get some money in the account and take the old... Uh, well, who did you tell me? You told me Cody Allen. That's the guy that uh, at 30 and a half. That's the guy you think, if he's not going to finish as a closer, those are the guys I'm going to attack. Those seem like very, very smart bets getting in there, and that would be great if this guy wasn't the closer and we just sit there the whole year and go, wow, he needs like 26 saves to win the bet. So that it feels good that way, but Edwin Diaz is a, basically a lock. This guy's a fire, fireballer. We all know him from his uh, days in Seattle. Now a Met, uh, he's he, this guy is uh, lights out. As it lights
1: out as it gets, there, George. He is. He's a great closer. Once again, the Mets with that pitching staff, Syndergaard, DeGrom, uh, yep. Wheeler. Matt, I know Matt's he's getting just, destroyed in spring training. But uh, they're going to play, play a lot of close games as well because the Mets don't have the greatest of offenses. I know they've added some pieces there. But still, not the greatest of offenses here. Should be a slew of save opportunities here. This, in this National League East, they're going to kill each other. I can't wait to see the National League East. Uh, Evan Diaz, what was the highest total we had? 37.5? Yeah. Right? For Jansen, I think that was the highest. Yep. I, I mean if he can if Chance goes to 37 and a half, Diaz has to go higher cuz I have Diaz yes. way above him in uh, in rankings here. Uh, I'll go 38. Yeah, he's 39 and a half. Top rated guy. Wow. That's uh, that's a, a lot. lot. He's, yeah, he's number
2: 1, 39 and a half, Jansen, number 2, 37 and a half, Asuna 336 and a half and Mr. Hand at 35 and a half. Those are the, those are the guys. I think from what we've looked at the list, we've basically what we said is Allen is the guy that uh Seems like he could lose his job. We're going to be very interested in that. We think Chapman might be a little bit too low. Chapman with the Yankees, thirty-three and a half, and these other guys are all ahead of him. You like Brad Hand and and Jansen? We think might be a little bit too high at thirty-seven and a half. Well, we're going to keep on on top of those, right, George? Like things could change a half point here, half win here, half half there. You know, basically these
1: books just want to balance the action there. But I see a few advantages for us. I find Fun. it funny though. If you look at all of the, uh, the the uh, closes they have here, at least the ones you've gone over, it's all been yeah. on good, good teams. Yeah. Why are Ken Giles and Cody Allen on this list? Is it because they were? I, I think Vegas is playing games here. It's it's the name. They used to be on good teams, so they think people are still going to bet them for the uh, the good teams they used to be on. It just seems to be a coincidence here. Every closer you mentioned was on a good team or a lockdown closer, with the exception of Giles and Cody Allen, because they used to be on good teams. Giles used to be the closer for Houston. So, Allen yeah, used to now, be closer now with the Blue Jays. <laughs> right. So I think they're looking, they're looking to trap you there, thinking, oh, yeah, to the guy who doesn't do any homework, oh, yeah, these guys are still on the good teams. They'll get yeah, over. Over. Not sort of realizing they're on bad teams now.
2: That's So you would suggest that? No, no I, I agree with you. Like That's the thing. Like, Ken Giles, 29 and a half. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's high uh, But Cody Allen's the one I think Is very at 30 and a half like, you, you, like you'd smash that, right George like Out of all the ones on the board like, If you look at everything, you can go over on anybody Under on anybody Which one do you look at and go You know what, this is the best for this reason And probably Cody Allen Because you, you're confident he might not even have a job Which is great If you're betting at him at 30 and a half under
1: Cody Allen was poor Last year Right, there's a reason the uh, Indians wanted nothing to do with him. Right? They let him go on his merry little way here. He was poor last year. He struggled. And I don't know if that changes this year. I also don't think the Angels are all that great a team. So I think even if he's healthy and pitching, I'm not sure, if sure he gets the number there. But you look at his numbers from last year. His ERA was 4.7. whip was 1.36. That will not last the entire year as a closer. It wouldn't even come close. It means he's giving up a run pretty much every other outing. Yeah, I mean, he's blowing saves left and right. He won't be the closer here. You look at what, they, what else they have there to close. I mean, you know, they had several closers last year. What about year. Cam, Cam Bedrosian? I, I was about to say him, and then I'm like, you know what? He's failed so many times. He has. Now, keep him, Mike Sosha for some reason, didn't, also didn't like Cam in the role. Mike Sosha's not there anymore. So he's an interesting name to be, uh, to be brought up there. He is. Uh, but I just don't think – I think Cody Allen, he gets April. But after that, I don't think there's any guarantee. And he's blowing saves again because this is not a team that can afford to blow saves. This is not the Yankees. Oh, you lose a save, or you're still gonna win hundred games. Who cares? The Angels need to win every game they possibly can, so that's why the pressure will be on him. And I know I just don't think he's all that great here. I don't. Th- I certainly don't think he lasts the season as a closer. That's why I'd bet this. You know, it's it's different from think- Ken Giles. I think Ken Giles yeah. does last the season. He just may not be very good. I was going to ask you that.
2: Like, can Ken Giles get traded, and maybe a team puts him up and not the closer role? Maybe like just for bullpen depth and whatever. Because you got to believe Toronto in that division when looking up at Boston and New York. Anytime a team needs something, they'll they'll be willing to deal to get uh, prospects or whatever. Because this season is basically good. it's going to be a
1: write off, George. Absolutely, and the the Blue Jays should be looking to trade anything that's not nailed down. Right? They should be. Really anything outside of Vladimir Guerrero can go. Uh he only he's only signed a one year, six point three million dollar deal for Giles, so it means that if he's traded at some point during the year, maybe you're taking on four million, maybe you're taking on two million, depending on when he gets moved. Sure. If Giles is pitching well, he could be moved. I don't think the blue days are going, you know, Giles is our closer of the future. We gotta keep him forever. I don't feel that way at all. Giles is twenty eight years old. You know, he'll be twenty nine this season. By the time he the almost seems good again, he'll be thirty older.
2: He seems almost like he looks and like he's been. It's one of those guys you look at and go, I even think he looks older and pitches older than, than his age, George. Like, I'm not really impressed with Ken
1: Giles. You know, we, we heard his name when he was a top prospect and then all yeah. the crap that happened in Houston. And, hey, maybe maybe closing just ages you. You know, when you are blowing yeah. those days and everyone's Good yelling point. at you and hating you. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, Listen, it's a tough – It's, it's for my mind, it's the most volatile position in sports because you, you, you just lose that job so quickly – you know, listen, if, a base, if, a, if a second baseman goes 0 for 8, 0 for 12, all right, he's in a slump, no big deal, he still plays. Closer blows two saves, which really the equivalent of 0 for 8. He's gone. <laughs> I mean, it, everyone's it, calling for
2: his head. Yeah, you're a baseball purist, George, and you, you know a hell of a lot about it. But the pr- issue that I have is why do managers keep on throwing out closers if a guy's doing well, though, and just let, let if the setup guy's on fire or the pitcher or whatever, just let him do it. Like Sometimes they just go, oh, wow, you're the closer. You go in because that's what you do, and, y- and you piss away leads. It gets very, very annoying, especially from a gambler. I know they don't care about us, but it, it's ridiculous a lot of the time. Guy's ice cold, they throw him, and he gets rocked.
1: I think a part of it's because they, they trust the veteran more than the the, the youngster to close because yeah. he's been there before and done it. And listen, some guys pitch well in the eighth inning like oh they can do this for the ninth. No they can't. Nope. Getting those last three outs, man, is something completely different and they fold on They fold under the pressure. It's easier to pitch in the eighth inning than it is the ninth inning.
2: There he is. Colonel Kurtz. We're looking at the under with the... Uh Cody Allen and Ken Giles. Stick around, everybody. We'll go through the hockey board the NBA betting boards, college boards, and a hell of a lot more DFS. Stick around. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update with me, Kurtz, and the Prince. Welcome back to the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurtz. We're talking closers, trying to find some value with some closers. Bringing up good angles. Kurtz bringing up great, great betting angles. Guys, this is something that we should be getting on. Search around. Look at your book because you can find an odd. This guy, he's on the roster. He's listed he might not be the closer very soon. And uh, when you're talking about totals of uh, like 30, 33, 35, and the guy's not even the closer anymore, we can sit back, re- relax, George, have a Pepsi, uh, smoke a cigar, whatever you want to do, and say, hey, this bet uh, is going to win. I, it, it's hard to find bets that are absolute locks in situations like that. You just got to, you know, find uh, find the clearness through the fog, and we can be uh, doing some good things here. I have a feeling uh, before the season, some of these numbers are going to change too, but we found, we found some good ones there with some uh, guys that might not be in that role as the season progresses, which
1: is huge. Listen, we, we're never going to have locks, right? We, we wish yeah. we had locks. But when we have our edges, you know, for whatever reason it might be edges where we believe one thing's going to happen over another. And that's what we're look, looking at here with the closers. You know, the odds are, hey, this guy's not going to finish the season or this guy's not going to get those saves. You know, for whatever reason you want to bring up here. It just doesn't happen here. Closers get replaced more than any other position. They just do. I'm looking at it right now. Last season, they're at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Only 11 closers had more than 30 saves. Think about that. Only 11. And uh, Iglesias, Chapman, Vasquez, the guys we know, Trane and Jansen, uh, Kimbrels, not even uh, in baseball right now, Davis and Diaz. So all these other names you had, you heard didn't even have over 30 last year. Cody Allen didn't have over 30 last year where he was the closer. You know, For a good team. He only had 27 last year. Giles, 26. I mean, you go, that's why the smart money says to go under. Because odds are A, they might not get it anyway, and B, they could be replaced, could get hurt. It's just to me, it's uh, it's easier uh, to just go the under here against guys who aren't the locks. I and mean, uh, with the locks, just leave the locks alone. Just don't bet the yeah. Chapmans. We know they're going to get their, their a high quality of games Chapman, Chapman might be a guy to, to,
2: to bet, though, because, but the thing is, I actually, it, it, took, it was your point, 33 and a half is low for a good Yankees team, so they're, they're they're them putting it out there, they're saying he either gets hurt, the Yankees win a lot of blowout games, because his number should be like 36 and a half, 37, not 33 and a half, George, but that's the book saying, hey, we think this is going to happen, and we're, they're going to win in this style, rather than have a
1: lot of close games. I think Chapman at 33 and a half, though, is pretty good value if he stays healthy. Yeah, I, I, I have to think they think he's going to get hurt. That has to be. He had the knee injury. He says he's fine. But, of course, everybody says they're fine now. It has to be an injury because, let's face it, if Chapman is healthy all season long, he's going to save 40-plus games. The Yankees are going to win over 100. They're not going to win all these games. I mentioned 8-1, 8-2. There are going to be plenty of games where, because of the pitching staff, they give up some runs and they need to save. All right? It's just going to happen. The Yankees aren't going to, the Yankees aren't going to score 14 runs a game. So I, I firmly believe he'll get over 40. I mentioned he, I have him ranked higher on my cheat sheet for fantasy leagues than most people. I think most people have him barely inside the top ten. I haven't inside my top five. You know, I think the Yankees are going to win all those games. I think he is going to be one of those closers that is a lock of a job. I don't think he's going to get hurt and gets a whole bunch of saves. That's just the way I believe here. So it also plays in the betting here. If I believe it for fantasy, then obviously I'm going to believe it for betting as well.
2: We'll go through one more category, George, and then uh, we'll get to the rest of the board today. I know we got some afternoon hockey, NBA, those conference tournaments going. I'm on to St. Louis, guys. St. Louis Billikens plus two. That game is a one o'clock tip. Yale and Harvard also going early. We'll go through the rest of the board. Great one in the afternoon between Michigan and Michigan State as well. But strikeouts, George, I know you're a closer expert. Uh, they have some guys listing total strikeouts for the year, too. This one's uh, very, very interesting. What do you think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we can find an edge here. What What do you think about Max Scherzer, total strikeouts here? His his total. I'll get this one out there, and then we'll play the guessing game. Two seventy three and a half even money juice. Max Scherzer, two hundred and seventy three and a half strikeouts. What do you think, George? A Good number. <laughs>
1: Damn, that's a lot of strikeouts. It <laughs> that's is. What I, it almost, I almost want to go under. I almost want to go yeah, under. Me too. I, I am actually leaning under as well. And I, I lean under because of this. Okay? A, pitchers get hurt more than any other position. Right? You never know what's going to happen here. They could go down. Uh, I mean, 273, you do the math there, it's about, you make 32 starts in a season and he, it's asking for everything to go perfect. He's only made that number three times in his career. Last year, 300, 284, 276. So he's always right around you. That's why the number is what the number is. But uh, what if he only makes 30 starts this year? He won't make it. You know, And still, 30 starts is a great season here. Uh, I, I lean under here. I'm not, I'm not going to bang it. I don't think I'd bet it, mind you. Because you know, once again, I think he's in my mind. He's the number one pitcher in baseball. He strikes out a ton of people. You know, it wouldn't shock me if he gets over three hundred this year. It wouldn't be shocked me in the least. Uh, I'm not touching it, but uh, if I, I had to, so I'd go under. I'd be playing the injuries.
2: This one's interesting, uh, Chris Sale. Chris Sale total strikeouts: uh, two fifty nine and a half.
1: George two fifty nine and a half. See that will go under because he Sale does get hurt every year. We know he's going down. It's a matter of how long. Is the Red Sox going to give him a two-week break, or does he need a month off? And if he doesn't go down, he seems to slow down with second hit Where he's not striking out Dude, that, as many bad as he anyway. I I, I
2: would have him like about two twenty something. Like that seems yeah. really high for me. Don't you think? Like two thirty like two. Uh, 232, like with, with with injury, like two fifty. It's I'm only like fourteen half?
1: more than Scherzer, and we love so you Scherzer. Need, you need two hundred and sixty strikeouts to win this bet. Like, am I missing something here? Well, yeah, it's it's name value. It's also you know how the bookies
2: work. They they're not yeah, really. No, but the uh, thing is, also this is a great proof going through these numbers, and we're going to do it again next week. I want to see if some of them change. People love overs. When you're betting, George, and you know this from the NFL, people love overs. They don't want to go cheer for, oh, my God, I'd love a game with 16 punts. This is great. What, yeah, you know, like I like a good defensive game, but you know the NFL, the pass interference call, whatever. Baseball, the same thing. Dingers, there. People want to take over. People like more than less. You, you don't think I want another patty on my burger? It's easy to bet overs, and your first, as a human instinct, is to take more than less. And I think they set the numbers always. When I'm looking at props, and I'm looking at gambling numbers, the over you lean to more than the under, Even when we're talking hockey. George, is, is that not true? It feels like there's a chip in our mind saying there's going to be more goals than less goals. When we talk about hockey and more strikeouts or more runs, more is better. That's why they always set the number a tad to the over. They know public
1: likes over better than under. I also think it's because you bet the over, you can win early. Yeah, it's September yes. got the over. It' hey, gravy. That's, you don't have to worry. Yeah. The under, yes. you always have to wait till the end. Yes. You have to wait till the end of the end of the season, end of the game, whatever it might be. Yeah, I think that's part of it as well. You know, but once point. again, you you look at Chris Sale. He's only hit that number, the over, twice in his career. His career, he didn't hit it last year, the year before he hit it, and he hit it in the uh, two years before that. So it's every other year. Which I guess if you go by that, he will hit it this year. But I don't think so. Once again, I think the Red Sox, they'll be in, uh, they're going to shut him down at some point for a little bit. They can make sure he's healthy for the playoffs again. The Red Sox know they're going to the playoffs. The only thing that's important in this regular season for the Red Sox and the Yankees is to see which team's gonna play Tampa Bay in the wild card. That's really all the season matters. You know, so uh and they'll have they'll want to make sure they have sale healthy for that game if they're falling behind the Yankees. So uh, that's why I think they'll take it easy. I think it's an, it's an easy choice. If the Red Sox were to fall behind the Yankees by six, eight games in August, oh, there'd be no reason to push for sale.
2: That's Nobody's another cool. good point. That's the that's 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 thing. That's great empirical data. That's the thing. They need they understand, hey, if this guy is going to be pitching, he needs to be healthy with a career of getting hurt. You can't be screwing around. They might just like that's the thing, and there's a lot of advantages for taking the under with Sale to protect him. He's not a young guy anymore, and that number seems a little bit high to me, George. What about Degrom? There, uh, Jared Degrom here. This is a, a listed at two hundred and fifty and a half. Degrom two fifty point
1: five. What do you think about uh, the Mets ace there, George? National League, you always got more strikeouts, right? He's going to face weaker lineups. Pitchers are going to strike out all the time. Uh, The eighth-place hitter generally is terrible as well. And Hey, he'll face the Marlins six times. He might get 20 strikeouts a game in in those (laughs) contests. Uh, DeGrom, I'm going to go over. I think he'll reach that number. Uh, I, I understand he's only done it once in his career, but it was last year. Uh, his best season to date here. And I think, I think he might outdo last year as far as strikeouts are concerned. I don't think he's going to outdo the ERA and the whip, 1.7, 0.91. No, I don't think he's going to do that. But I'm going the over on the strikeouts here. And I'm a little surprised it's not a little higher. A little surprised. Put, at,
2: at, at Colonel Kurtz and Stewart's sportsbook, I would have put it at about uh, 258.5 instead of
1: 250. What do you think yeah, about like around I, that? Like closer to 260? Yeah. I was going to say 260, but 258.5 yeah. is fine. Yeah, I'm just a little surprised that it's not a little higher. If he was in the American League, I probably would yeah, be a little bit happier with number. I might even go under here. But in the National League, I think he does just fine here. I'm going the over.
2: Justin Verlander, warhorse, uh, keeps on doing it year after year after year, George. Uh, his total, 244.5. Justin Verlander total strikeouts, 244.5. Even Jususa on the
1: 244.5. Once again, contract year for Justin. You know, he's, uh, he's pitching for a new contract. I'm, I'm sure he'll do just fine in his new contract. My only worry with Justin is this. He had 290 last year, right? But I think Houston's going to walk away with that division. I don't know how much they're going to have to play for in September. You know, so once again, they can, they can ease back on him. Yep. That being said, I think that number's too low. You know, I do think it's too low. Unless you're, unless you're expecting regression from Marv uh, Orlando because of his age. And I sort of get that. You know, he's 36 years old. I, I do sort of get it. I think that number too low. I think Justin's going to hit the number. But I already said that, that division's weak. You know, there's a lot of good hitting in that division, but there's a lot of good big strikeout numbers as well here. I'll go the over with Justin.
2: Oh, this is a good. What do we got here? There, George, coming up, uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Uh, what do you think Garrett Cole's is? I'll gotta throw that out there. What's at Kurt Sportsbook? What do you What do you put uh, Cole as?
1: All right, Garrett Cole, uh, he really it's, he's a tough one because you can't go by what he did in Pittsburgh, the National League. Yep. Last year, he struck out a truckload of 270-something, I think it was, 280? No, 270-something. So it, that, that number's too high. It can't be 270-something. Nope. I'll say, right. how about right how case. about the number we just gave to Grom? Two 260? It's, it's actually that, low, George. This one, 244.5 for Cole. That seems That's, low. That does seem low. Uh, I'm okay with some regression here. I don't know if I'd go that low. So they're, they're sort of tempting you to take the over. They want you to take the over there. <laughs> yeah, what why? Is, what do they know? What do they right, know? Why? Why do they want us to take the over here? Yeah, don't, don't. What
2: is, <laughs> I, know. I get skeptical. That's the thing. When I look at weird lines, it's like kind of like, I'm. that's the thing. Once you gamble, play, like you start to go, what, what, what's the hook here? What's their angle? Why did they post a low number? Do you know something I don't know?
1: I he's do free, once again, free agent, contract here. He's going to want to strike people out. I'll I'll go the over here as well. I think the numbers was a, t- a tick too low here. I, I don't think he'll hit 276 again. I think that was a, a fantastic year, but uh, I think he easily hit 250s. I'm going I'm to go over here, but I'm yeah, a little skeptical.
2: I, I, I am, too. I think that number's too low. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, George. Carlos Carrasco, what do you What do you
1: think about this one here? Carlos Carrasco. He's had injuries, so he's tough. Uh, no matter what the number is, I'm already leaning low. I'm, I'm leaning under because he's had injuries, and I don't know if he can make, you know, 32, 33 starts again, so he was banged up last year. He had to go. He's done some relieving. Um... Mmm, he does This I'm one gonna I'm going to tell you
2: it's pretty low. It's low.
1: Yeah, it has been low. Uh, two twenty is the first number that came to my head. Good guess. Yeah, two twenty four and a half. Two twenty four and a half for Carrasco. It's a good number. It is. It is a good number. He's reached that in uh, the last two seasons. Two thirty one. Two twenty six. So, oh, love this pitch. I love. I love Carrasco. I. I. I Something I probably wouldn't touch. But. Uh, it's a, it's a good number. Um, right, I guess I'll go over because we all like overs.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that, that's that 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 I think they put out a good number on that one. Like I'm looking at it, that going that that looks good to me. Corey Kluber,
1: Corey Kluber. What do you think about this one? This is interesting too. He's a guy who's had struggles in the second half, right? He slows down, he gets beat up. Exactly. You know, yeah. That's why that's why Cleveland hasn't really gone far in the playoffs because Kluber's not Kluber in the playoffs. You know, he's got the wiffle ball pitching in the regular season, but once the playoffs come around, he struggles somewhat. Um, I don't he's also up there in age, right? He's not uh, he's not a young guy anymore. Thirty two. Thirty two. I almost want to go under on this, even though it's like a low number. I,
2: I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I I something about Kluber I just don't have faith in him playing a I'll whole say 230, season. and two Two twenty two two twenty two and a half. So that's uh that's pretty low though. That's low. Exactly. Very low. exactly
1: what he had last year. It, it, but I don't blame them for going. I, I don't blame because I, I think he is feeling it, the wear and tear his, uh, on his on his shoulder, his arm here. He's pitched over 200 innings, five straight uh, years. a uh, Some playoff games in there as well. So I think he is feeling the wear and tear here. It's a number of us, and I wouldn't bet it. But if I had to, I would uh, – I'm going to go over if I had to. But uh, I don't love it. I, so I wouldn't bet it.
2: Okay, George, for your uh, pinstripes here, here we go. Severino. Luis Severino. What are we going to do with Luis Severino? They got a number for him. What do you
1: think? This is uh, it's, it's it's interesting. Uh, I don't I don't even know how they can have a number for him. Oh that's I'd go thing. under so, no matter th- what it is. Th- <laughs> See, that's that's what I'm talking about. So if you believe that, it's two fifteen and a half. Oh, that's an easy under. That's crazy. He's not gonna pitch till May uh, May 1st at the earliest. And that's <laughs> if everything goes well. I if everything goes well, so what's he gonna make? Uh uh, he'll miss at least six starts, so 25 starts at most, 215. That's almost nine strikeouts a game. There's no way he's doing that. No way he's doing that. Hey, no, George, I'll go under.
2: This is what we're doing on the show. It's like a public service message. Like, i got to put some money in He's the already hurt. <laughs> keep keep in mind with the Yankees.
1: You think I, about I the Yankees. The, what would you have made that at? Like, 198 and a half? I, I was thinking 175. Really? You just don't know. You don't Whoa. think if, if you know, yeah. once, I think this is one of the bookies that were also playing Yankee fans. You know, the, the good teams yeah. always, they bump up because you have so many fans. Oh, he's going over. He's going to pitch every yeah. game for May on. And he's going to be no hitter. You, know, <laughs> you, you, you know, the Yankees, Red Sox. Just like in football, they always inflate the Cowboy lines because all the Cowboy fans are going to bet them. You know, same thing here. You have to truly believe that he's coming back healthy May 1st and ready to go, and he's going to be fine for the rest of the season. And in September, when the Yankees are going to have nothing to play for, he's still going to go. The Yankees have that bullpen. They don't need him to go more than five innings. And they can pull him and move on and make sure he's fresh for the playoffs here. The Yankees aren't going to screw around with Severino. He's 25 years old. They don't, don't want that shoulder to fall apart. So the, I think I think that line is nuts at 2:15. We already Cashman said it Friday. He's not going to pitch until May if everything goes well. Remember, he was supposed to start throwing this week if everything went well. It didn't. He's not throwing yet. So uh, to to, for you to tell me it's going to go perfectly from May 1st on, he'll be fine for the rest of the season, I think that's silly. No, no,
2: see, George, I'm glad we're di- doing this stuff. I mean, we're, I mean, we're going to revisit these numbers, like, closer to the season, but, like, and you don't throw that out again there. Like, when your number is basically thir- 35, 40, like, you're talking 270 to 250. That's 45. That's 45 strikeouts, dude. That's crazy. 7, 40, Like, that's nuts. When you look at those numbers, like, you're basically saying, like, yeah, and if everything think- goes perfect, you say he still might not hit the number. It's not going to go perfect. No, I, I almost have to practice what we preach. I'm going to go under on uh, Severino. I, I, I think I have to. Uh- at 215.5. And, and know what the funny thing is? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I will give them this. The juice is to the under. So that's uh, that's the thing. It's oh, a 150, 150, thing. To, 150 to the under. See, these guys aren't stupid. That's the thing. So if you're going to go in the under, you're not going to... That's, that's a good move by the book. And five, what else So we got here? Trevor Bauer. Mr. Mister Bauer here. What do you think about Trevor Bauer strikeouts? This guy's actually been... Uh, Kluber's been the disappointment uh, in the postseason. Bauer's a guy that's actually get it done. People might not like him, but he can pitch, George.
1: He's a weird dude. He's, I mean, he's very strange. <laughs> yes, he uh. Who's the yeah, over under I'm sorry? Um, he, he's he's I, an odd bird. I think he'll be with the other guys. 219 and a half. Okay, I was gonna say 220 with the Kluber and Carrasco. They all seem to be around the same for Cleveland. I think it's about right. Uh with Bauer, I'll go the I'm gonna go the over. I so I'll say he keeps getting better. Keep
2: climbing!
1: George likes the over on Trevor Bauer. Says Bet
2: Severino under. I'm Cam Stewart. Weekend fantasy update. Back after this.